Who can bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Jesus who died more than that who was raised to life is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble, hardship or persecution or famine, nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered sheep as to be slaughtered. No, in all things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither present or future, or any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Jesus Christ our Lord. We've been looking at Romans 8 this morning, starting from verse 31. And I was just thinking, uh, Pamela, what are your thoughts on that? So this morning, we continue to look at a powerful scripture. But it's also a verse that could be misconstrued or offer a misrepresentation of discipleship. Being a disciple of Christ does not bring a life that is trouble-free. In fact, Jesus told us, in this world, you will have trouble. There are also many verses that speak about going through trials and tribulations. This is why it's important when studying the Word of God not to take a verse out of context. Instead, we should study and interpret the scripture in the context of the Bible as a whole. After telling us that we will face trouble, Jesus' next sentence was, But take heart, I have overcome the world. And for me, that was the important message in these verses this morning. Who can separate us from the love of Christ? I'm not sure if you've been watching the Olympics. What I love more than the event itself is hearing the backstories of the athletes and how they made it to the games. For some athletes, they don't have the financial backing to allow them to compete. To hear how these athletes work multiple jobs, how their friends and family supported them, or how they found innovative ways to fund their sporting career can be really inspiring. Also hearing an athlete who's overcome physical or mental injuries just to arrive at the games and then give the best performance to their abilities. I'm not sure about you, but 2 a.m. in the morning, I find myself becoming that athlete's cheerleader. I know I'm gonna be doing it again in the Paralympics. For us as a disciple of Christ, we know that we will face trials and tribulations, but the biggest reason we can rise above the situation we face is through the ups and downs, through the joys and the suffering, God is with us and nothing can separate us from this. I want you to think back to a time where you went through a trial on your own. It was probably difficult. Often through my times of trouble, I found myself crying in pain, shouting in anger or frustration at the whole situation. But what gets me through these dark moments is knowing that God is right there with me. He's a sound and ear I could talk to, a reassuring voice that I could listen to. Even with our closest friends, we sometimes keep back something out of fear or something out of being misunderstood. For me, I know that God sees every part of me, the parts I want to present to the world and those parts I want to keep hidden. And what's amazing, he still loves me. He loved me even before I knew him. And here's the next bombshell for you this morning. God loves you too. He's there for you too. Through your trials and tribulation, God is right with you. Great thought there from Pamela. I was just thinking, Pete, what uh, what stands out for you in these verses, Romans 8, verses 31 through to, well, about 38, actually, 39. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really encouraging word from Pamela. And I think 
One thing that stands out to me in verse 32, where it says, he did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. Uh, and obviously it carries on, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? That particularly, and it's, as, you, as we were saying earlier in the studio, weren't we? we were just saying, you know, this is a favourite chapter, favourite part of the scripture where for a lot of people and a lot, there's so many themes in there, but this, this one in our, our little portion really stuck out. Uh, God himself, God the Father himself, didn't even spare his only son. You know, just take a moment. To, we, we, it rolls off our tongue so often in a church setting or when we're talking with each other, you know, as Christians. But if we actually stop and think for a minute, hang on, he actually gave up his only son for us, for me, for you, for anybody who's willing to come before him and ask him for forgiveness and, you know, wanting to get to know to know him. Um, which is why it says just before, you know, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Well, God is for us, and he's proved that yeah. by giving his only son, you know. Yeah. That that really sticks out to me as being, as Pamela was saying, something that is so inseparable. You know, God has done it, and therefore no one can undo it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's kind of that thing, isn't it? It's. Um, it goes on, really, to say god is for us and if god is for you who can be against you you know yeah. who can condemn you yeah. and i think so often the world kind of condemns people quite easily quite quickly don't they yes. jesus christ's message really was about love yes. loving each other loving your neighbor and loving god of course that's right and th this love is so special there's a whole list at the end isn't there of the chapter from 37 right through to 39 in 38 even he says and obviously paul's writing he says for i'm persuaded i like that word he's absolutely convinced he's persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels or principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height or depth or any other created thing and that pretty much covers everything i think um shall be able to separate us from the love of god which is in christ jesus our lord and that's that's what he says earlier he didn't even spare his own son that's the sort of love that God has for, for me, for you, for, for all of us. So, yeah.